Hello, everybody, and welcome to Razzlegraphs. My name is Chris. My name is Vincent. Yeah, and today I have a sore throat. So if I sound yeah. weird, that's why. But also, we're going to talk about dynamite. Don't eat fish. It's not going to happen anymore. Yeah. That's definitely what caused the damn throat issue. I'm not saying, I'm not a doctor, right? But, you know, this has happened twice now. Two and two together. Yeah. What else could it be? Sure. I mean, you don't have to be a doctor to figure out whether or not your body reacts a certain way after you do something, you know? I mean, no, but it helps. Definitely, yeah, definitely, you definitely diagnose yourself a lot easier. Yeah, that does help, yeah. It would be pretty useful, actually. But, yeah, you know, let's change your whole career path to doctors, shall we? This is now, uh, wrestle doctors, wrestling with medicine. Yes. That's the new gimmick we're, here we're going. to tell you whether or not the vaccine works. Yeah, no. That's, we're not doing that. Yeah, we're not doing that, no. We're not, we're going to... I don't need that comment section. Yeah, no, definitely not. I prefer no comments. Through the roof. Through the roof. Yeah, we'll turn off our comments. Turn off the likes and dislikes. I prefer the way it's going currently with the no comments to that. Oh, yeah, that is true. I mean, we get comments. You see, the comments we get are like, Go to sex.me.com and you'll find hot women. And like, you know, I'd like to go there, but like, I'd also like to not have my computer corrupted with some crazy virus. So, you know. Uh, yeah, that's very true. Anyway, speaking of crazy viruses, AEW Dynamite, man, that's crazy virus that's going around spreading throughout the nation. You know, if I <laughs> preface it that way, but you know, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty popular, I, I'd say. You know. <laughs> Yeah, people are loving it, dude. I mean, yesterday, ISTD or... ratings, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, this is pretty nuts for me. This is the first time in a long time I watched Dynamite live. It's pretty hard for me, actually. Why was it hard for you? Because the commercials kept coming on, and I kept going to skip them. I realized I couldn't. I see. Yeah, that definitely is a transition that you need to make. It's hard, man. Yeah, man. I mean, like, I that used to be me at some points, but now I've kind of just gotten over it. So, I'm I'm just I'm just so used to you know knowing what happens and then just watching the show so I can do this and then skipping through parts that I don't want to watch, but yeah. I can't. Yeah. Before I was doing this review, though, I was I was watching Squid Game like half of the first episode. Okay. It was it, it was interesting. So I'm not gonna spoil nothing, but like. Shit was fucking interesting as fuck. Before I got here, I watched the first 30 minutes of Dave Chappelle's new Netflix special. No, I just saw that was on there, yeah. I would watch it, but like, I don't know if I like Dave Chappelle that. Like, I don't know. I've watched Dave Chappelle before, and I just never found it that funny. So. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it's, I, I, I enjoy it. It might not be for everybody, but I enjoy it. Maybe the jokes are better on this one. Yeah, but I watched the first... In the first five minutes, he says this is the last special for a while. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll definitely check it out, though. I'm very much into stand-up comedy. Also, there's an idea I have for a Halloween special that we can do. Ooh, if well, we want to We can talk about that at some point. Yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll get back to you later. Anyways, um, second anniversary of Debbie Diet was a great card. Yeah. What you know? was the first? I don't remember that. That was last year. Yeah, I don't remember that episode. 
somebody posted the card yesterday, and uh, I should have saved the picture probably in case you asked this question. But yeah, um, you know what? We would have never understood. Like we would then we would have never guessed that I would ask that question. I mean, I could have guessed. I should have guessed actually. Maybe, but it's too late now. So we're here now, on the Is second that... anniversary that the first one may have happened. So, yeah, definitely happened. No, no, man. It's like a conspiracy now. If you could stall for time, I can look it up. I don't. We don't need to do all that. We got to We got to step into the review. Okay. It's um, look, I went to a pizza restaurant. She was kind of good. Sometimes you have. Sometimes the cheese is too cheesy. You know how that tastes. It's not that. Found great. it. Found it. The sauce is kind of awesome though. So that was kind of good. All right. So there's four matches here. Uh, you had John Moxley versus Lance Archer for the AEW World Championship. Uh, Cody versus Orange Cassidy with the TNC title mm-hmm. on the line. Hikaru Shida versus Big Swole, AEW Women's oh, Title. Hikaru on both anniversaries. Yeah, then you had FTR versus the Best Friends for the tag titles. I haven't seen Big Swole wrestle in a long time. I haven't seen her around in a while. I think she yeah, was... I, I want to see how she's doing, because... Before when I saw her, she was kind of a little sloppy here and there, you know. So I want to see if she got a little cleaner with her stuff. Maybe not tying too many moves together, you know. Wasn't she in the uh, Casino Battle Royale on the last pay-per-view? Yeah, I mean, everyone from that match is forgettable. That's pretty true. Yeah. It's not their fault, but it's just it's the way of the match. The way of the land. I could punch someone there for like one minute, maybe two possibly. Exactly, yeah. You can't do too much with that. Like a ladder match, you can have everyone do a spot here and there. You can remember all that. But like a battle royal, she gets, she pops off, then you go eliminate. That's what happens. Yeah, you just show up and then it's over. Exactly, yeah. Half the women were just showing up, getting dumped. That's it. Yeah, well, anyways, let's get Like a speed dating session. Yeah, let's go. Never been to those. I couldn't tell you if that's true. Me either, actually. Let us know down below if you have in one of those. Uh, detail your experience and where you were also dumped in two minutes. And you <laughs> also, was it also over that quick for you? Yeah, was it? We'd like to know. Right, so we get to the first match here. The elite consisting of Young Bucks, Adam Cole, and Kenny Omega taking on Team Christian and Brian Danielson. And I watched their entrances. Tank. I watched their entrances on IG Live. Someone had to. Yeah, I had to do it. I had I mean, to watch him do the boom at the right time. For me, personally, I just turned on TNT and they were already in the ring. And I was very confused. Yeah. I just assumed I mean, that they were running out of time. They're all jobbers, is what happened. This is how it works, actually, if you're just sitting in the ring after the show starts. Sorry to tell you. Except Christian Cage. Uh, never. Couldn't be. No, never, never, no. He's part of Team WCW, Chavo Guerrero. Moving quickly away from that one, it was a pretty solid match. Honestly, I enjoyed it. Great opener. It, okay, it was a, it was a, yeah, it was a solid match. But I mean, of course, like any multi-man match, shit, shit gets out of control. And then, of course, uh, should we go over? Like, I don't know what spots to go over, but what I'll say is one of the turning points of the match was basically, um, it was like a powerbomb spot that they were going for the elite on Luchasaurus that didn't quite end well. 
and that oh, was yeah, kind no. of rough for them because they were trying to figure out how to go go through that situation, figure out how to fix it, but they really couldn't do it. And they just focused their attention on Jungle Boy. Yeah, I think it was the Bucks trying to get Kenny to do the power bomb, but Kenny couldn't get a it's hold so on him. Need his job. Yeah, it's rough because he's fucking huge, Luchasaurus. You know, so mm. I don't blame it, any of them for that, but. You know, and then when like when you see him drop him, it's fucking, it's probably just very fucking embarrassing for you. I mean, otherwise, you know, I'd be super embarrassed. Like, what the fuck do I do now? Where do I go? What do I, what do I do? Let's just let's move on. Let's move on. I mean, otherwise, it went pretty good though. The match. Otherwise, yeah, they didn't ruin the match. It was perfect. The the match was a great opener for the show, and uh, I think it was yeah, it was perfect. That's what I'll say about it. And I think the real question. Very fun. Very fun. The real question we all have to ask coming out of this: How did all four of them get in the ring at the same time? That is that is true. How? How the fuck? Jr. asked the question. I was pretty curious. Also, legally and logistically, how did this happen? Oh yeah, there was that spot where Adam Cole was going to do a dive, but instead he did the Adam Cole baby in the middle of the ring. They did a lot of fake outs in this match. They did that. They also did the uh, Adam Cole had a. Was it Jungle Boy in the uh, Camel Clutch and the Bucks ran up and they just kissed him on the cheek instead of hitting Jungle Boy? Yeah, they did that last week too. Or the week before that. Whenever the fuck they did. They did it before. That's what I'll say. So it was a run. They ran it back, I guess. Ran it back. Commentary was enraged about it. They were not happy. Yeah. Well, mostly, I I feel like Jim Ross would be the most pissed. He wasn't happy about the. uh, the four people in the ring thing either. I feel like Jim Ross isn't happy about anything, though. He's happy sometimes. It really depends. It has to be his kind of match for him to be happy. When Sammy Guevara pops up on the screen, he gets happy. You know when Cody shows up. Oh, yeah, when Cody shows up with the pyro and the the god music, yeah. There's a great day for uh, AEW and for America. Uh, Let's go Steelers. Exactly, exactly. So anyway, the Elite win... Uh, solid match, like we said. Let me move on to a Mox promo where I don't know if you noticed this, but somebody was doing basic math on the walls. I think that was Scott Steiner. It had to have been a subtle hint towards the world's greatest mathematician. Yeah, man. I mean, you got the other Steiner over there on NXT challenging the world champion to a match after having one match on NXT. I don't know who you're talking about. Ron Breaker. I mean, I don't hear anything about Steiner in that, but I mean, you know. Rex Steiner. You know, Brum Breaker might look similar. It's not the same guy. It can't be. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I'll agree with you. I'll agree with you. Okay. We'll move past him. All right. On paper. He's an embarrassment to the Steiner family. On paper, two different names. I'm just saying. But yeah, couldn't be, couldn't be a Steiner. Couldn't be a Steiner. Anyways, the basic part of this promo was uh, Mox is tired of waiting for a title opportunity, and also he is struggling with well, parenting. Win the match for him. You know, that was that's some good advice, actually. He didn't take it, but that's some good advice. Yeah, you should have just done it. God damn. It's not that hard. You just grab the chip and leave. Yeah, just climb up a ladder, make sure no one's coming, grab the chip. Yeah. It's that simple. Three steps. Easy. God damn. He was probably even backstage before they had it up on the ceiling, too. Could have just stole it. It's pretty easy if I was Could have just pulled DB's lick, dude. 
devious lick, you know, grab the chip, grab the entire ring while you're at it, yeah. and just walk in. That's just so simple. And so then from one promo to another, get to the CM Punk promo, where he comes out, does his little... Uh, they were running down the fucking match card, and then I was like, what's next, though? Because they were going through CM everything Punk. that was announced, and then I was like, what the fuck is next? I'm like, CM Punk has to be next, right? And then they were like, yeah, CM Punk's is next. I was like, oh, shit, hell yeah. And CM Punk came out, he uh, gave a fist bump to Tony, he high-fived JR, flipped off Excalibur. What He's the fuck, to... man? Excalibur's the best. He, I mean, he flipped him off and he laughed. I guess it was an inside joke, but oh, he was, still flipped yeah, off Excalibur. You don't just flip somebody at the bird, man. It's very rude. Anyways, he comes out, he talks about his chase and he got in that one video. Yeah. Uh, he didn't buy them. Despite all the debate he was having, he didn't buy them. We have seen it, yes. I was laughing when he mentioned the Jordans. I was like, oh, God, he's going to cut a promo with the fucking Jordans, bro. That's hilarious. I have Jordans, man. I'm rich, but not, not physically. <laughs> I mean, uh, spiritually. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. He says, look, Philadelphia. Appreciate I, it. I know you're famous for cheesecakes, Philadelphia. Cheesecakes or cheesesteaks? Which ones? <laughs> I get confused a lot. <laughs> you want a Philadelphia cheesesteak real quick? You want a Philly cheesecake? Either way, I'll buy you that or I'll wrestle for you. Which one do you want? And they all say, well, I want that cheesecake, actually. But if you want to wrestle, that's cool, too, I guess. Yeah. He was like, and, fuck, buy your own cheesecake, bro. I'm going to wrestle. I could have sworn he said that he would wrestle tonight. But he oh, he just, said on Rampage. I didn't hear that part. I just, I just I said tonight. I was well, like, I mean, tonight is Rampage, because Rampage gets taped on that night. Well, you know, canonically. Who gives a fuck? Who gives a wise who cares? <laughs> I didn't see it there. I, I know I didn't see anything, you know. Maybe on Friday. You'll see it tomorrow. And that happened yesterday. Well, anyways, I'm not getting involved in the timeline. CM Punk challenges... It's like a Marvel Garcia. timeline right there, just, you know. It's not that confusing. Yeah, it's basically that confusing. And it's going to be even more confusing because they have a different schedule next week. Doing I think that Saturday, on like show. Saturday. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Uh, okay. So I don't know what we're fucking doing, dude. I have no yeah, idea. But we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out at some point. Yeah. Right now we can't even do SmackDown, really, but we'll figure out a way to do SmackDown. But SmackDown's coming back. SmackDown reviews are coming back. At some when I figure out the timing with my job when I'm actually going to watch SmackDown, then then we'll get to it. Yeah. We're not gonna give up on the WWE content. Don't worry about it. He's just taking a short hiatus, you know, for now. Exactly. Hopefully AW stays right hot so that this doesn't get boring. We're like a we're like a broken marriage, you know. We just need some time apart. We're currently we're relying married. on AW being popular. Yeah, and AW, you know, he's there for support just for now. But eventually yeah. we'll go back to day. Exactly. Anyway, CM Punk gives his shoes to a kid. Before that, he challenged Daniel Garcia to a match. Didn't know oh, yeah, me. Danny Garcia. Dan- Danny Garcia himself. No, personally, was I itching to see that match? Not really, no. But it's a nah, CM Punk match. You know, I'm looking forward to it, man. Like, I've heard so many good things about this dude, Danny Garcia, that I just want to see it for myself. I've seen several Daniel Garcia matches, and I have been pretty much bored during most of them. Well, they were all tag team matches that I've seen. 
I saw Mox versus Daniel Garcia. I saw Dobry versus Daniel Garcia. Maybe I had those matches with Daniel Garcia, but was, maybe I wasn't paying attention. You reviewed the Mox one. I did. What the fuck? So I don't know, man. I don't know. But whatever. We'll see how he does against CM Punk. Well, he gives his chase to the fan, like. And said. also, I feel like something like people are fucking buzzing about this dude. Like, like he's fucking great, and he's gonna wrestle Daniel Bryan. There's gonna be a super great match or whatever. Yeah, but look, here, here's the thing: when you put 2.0 and this dude on TV, and I don't know who the fuck they are, bro, and you don't give them any backstory, they got no promos on TV that'll explain to me what the fuck's going on. They got no video packages that'll explain to me what the fuck's going on. How am I supposed to get invested in these dudes other than wow, they wrestle? Yeah, I mean, I completely agree. And it's not that it's not as bad as the acclaimed situation where people are like, dude, they're fantastic. I just gotta give them a chance. You know, it's not that bad. They, but, they are not fantastic. I don't understand. We'll get to that later, man, because they have a promo. As MGF would say, they are incredibly mid. I think. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't get it. I don't get the hype. But now, my favorite part of the show, I think your favorite part of the show, Arn Anderson. Hell yeah. He burned a fucking, he had a fire in a trash can. He was stalking Cody in his mansion or whatever. That was crazy. This goddamn psychopath. It starts off, he's outside of Cody's house. Cody doesn't even know about it, by the way. He's outside Cody's house. He's burning Cody's suits. And Cody opens up his window. He goes, Arn, what are you doing? Why did you, how long have you been out there, man? What's wrong with you? Yeah. Arn was like, come over here, bro. Come over here as he's nursing his Glock in his pocket. Yeah. I think Cody said something like, are you going to shoot me or something? What the fuck? I said, I might if you keep this up. I think he actually did say something like that, by the way. He might have. I mean, Cody definitely yeah, did say that line. I don't know about the arm. I don't know about, yeah, I don't know about Arm Danderson, but he probably did say that too, under his breath. Oh, he thought it. He definitely thought it. Yeah, for sure. Anyway. Um, he was yeah, giving Cody a little thing where he's like, you gave up on us, motherfucker. What the fuck is this about? And then Cody did, refused to believe it, man. And he was like, let me take this tire from you. Let me take this tire. Cody was like, no, no. You're not going to throw this away. And he was like, you throw away us. And then he slapped Cody in the face. I wasn't going to have Cody. Sorry, Arn wasn't going to burn this. I was going to have Cody burn it. Oh, yeah. But he was trying to yank that tire from him, I'm pretty sure. He was. Look at this tire. What is it? Salmon? Loser? <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Hollywood Cody, by the way, uh, I did watch 10 Minutes of Rose to the Top. What the fuck? What's wrong with you? Just 10 minutes. Yeah, it doesn't matter, man. You watch Rose to the Top. Ew. Disgusting. You wanted to do a... Me- when they first announced this show, you said, I want to watch every episode and do a review. Look, man. It's content. And I wasn't even there for the show. I was there because but of I the missed promo. the first episode, so there was no reason for me to watch the, the second the uh the yeah the second episode you let me tell people for two weeks that we're going to do a mega review of this show it's not happening all right well anyways we'll find something else to review maybe the go big show no it's not that yeah maybe it's definitely not that we're coming back for another one snoop dog get ready you can be you can go back you can go back you know, Snoop Dogg was loving the, the reviews, I'm sure. When he tells us... He, he said, did. wow, they were talking in the review. That's something I've never seen before. That's pretty crazy. When he tells us in the comments personally, 
boys, keep it up. That's fantastic. Maybe. Snoop Dogg, you hear that? You you better say that in our old reviews. Just go in the comments section, say that exactly, and maybe maybe Chris will let this happen. Right? Would you like to know what I saw in the first 10 minutes I watched in the episode? Yeah, sure. So I was waiting for the uh, the promo that Tony promised with the winner of the ladder match, which we'll get to. Yep. Uh, what I saw in the first 10 minutes, the most notable thing was QT Marshall saying that professional wrestling is, what do you think he said it was like? Before I tell you, what do you think he said it was like? It's like going to church on a holy Sunday. No. Okay, what 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 do you say? Professional wrestling is like sex. Oh. It's when QT Marshall uh, is I mean, horny no, Not. Well, I mean maybe for John Cena, but not anyone else. QT Marshall is down horrendously. <laughs> so much you get this. That's not a priest. Not at all. Not not at all. No. That's the, no. You can tell me UFC is like sex too. He might. He probably will. <laughs> Mixed martial arts is like sex. I don't even remember the description. You ever seen jujitsu? It's like sex. I don't even remember the description he gave as to why it's like that. I just I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe what I just I mean, heard. Booker T would agree. Actually, he might possibly. Two big dudes slapping me. No biggie trying to get that shirt made. Oh, was it Biggie? That's a, I don't know. I think it was. I think it was, was him. Okay. Yeah. But you wanted to get the shirt made uh, to big men slapping me or something like that. And it's actually something both of them would say. You know, Booker T says some outlandish shit, and then Biggie says a lot of outlandish shit. But that's part of his character too. So I saw a video of, of Biggie humping the WWE Championship on the South Turnbuckle in a live event once. Damn. I mean, Big E's a fucking nut, man, but I love it. He's fantastic. He's great. Yeah. I wish he would never change. People were like, oh, uh, I forgot who said that they wished he would change. Is like a, like, take it more seriously as the WWE champion. You know, just shut the fuck up, bro. You stay, he should stay the exact same. Because his personality is just amazing. Now, I don't know what he's doing currently because we haven't seen Raw in, like, at least two months. But, oh, you dude, know. Fuck, man. I already know what he's like, so... All right, so moving on with the show, we get to the Bob Fish promo before his match. It was pretty cool, I thought. Yeah, man. His shirt that he released looks cool, too. The fish, skeleton fish. Yeah, the fish shirt. Yeah, that looks dope. Just in time for Halloween. I know what he's doing. Yeah, man. I mean, I don't like, I feel weird wearing a shirt with a fish on it, but I mean, it's not like the worst shirt. I mean, yeah, but like, I don't want to be out in public and then. I'll put a docks and I'll see a bunch of fishermen. <laughs> I mean, like I'm phony oh, no. or something. Exactly. Well, I mean, do the fishermen really give a fuck about the fish? They're sticking they know, fucking but... they're sticking fucking handles in their mouths and catching them and throwing them back in. It sounds pretty. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's not that it's not as cruel as cooking them, but it's still kind of cruel. I mean, it's cruel era, I would say. You're kind of just looking at them, being like, "Hey, you're a fish, motherfucker," and then throwing them back in like it's nothing. Like, you took like them from Washington. their family. They were swimming with their family, trying to find some food or something. And boom, he gets caught by a fucking thing. It's like, what the hell? 
It's just psychological torment is what that is. It's actually more yeah. messed up than just... Imagine being cooking. walking down the street, going to the park, maybe getting a hot dog, and all of a sudden someone just picks you up and just fucking looks at you and he's like, hey, I got one. Hey, Dave, take a picture. Puts him back where... Yeah, puts you back where you were. Dave, take a picture so I can put this boy back. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? It's weird, sir. I mean, yeah. I went fishing a couple times when I was younger with my Me granddad. Yeah. But, you know, it's kind of weird when you think about it. Yeah, when you actually sit down and think about it, it's just very strange. Weird that poor fish, you know? Yeah. So Anyway, Bobby Fish. Sammy, he comes out, he has the promo with Flagle Nelson. Oh, he brought him a new car. It's a waste of money. Hell yeah. He brought him a truck, dude. And then Flagle Del Sol, being the fucking dude that he is, half-jokingly says, let me put this on the line for a TNT title shot. Like, if you ask Flagle And you can't Del tell Sol, me whether he was just joking, but you know he's serious. If you ask Flagle Del Sol, on the outside, it was a joke. Internally, he meant every word of it. Exactly. He would definitely do that. He already did it once. Give it again. This man needs to ring the giveaway every car he gets for a title shot. He needs show. help. He needs help. And Sammy Guevara doesn't see that. What Sammy Guevara didn't do was win the match. And a very, yeah, it was a very good match, I thought. Very, yeah, fantastic. Bobby Fish held his own. Sammy Guevara held his own. They were both great. Fantastic. Yeah, I like the mix and styles with the high flyer versus the more technical, grounded wrestler. Yeah, I thought it worked yeah. pretty well. Like the whole mixed martial arts thing that he's going for Bob Fish. And uh, he's got signed by the company, too. Yeah, can't he'll be great because he's a nice veteran to have on the roster for sure. No, you know, hey, I'm just saying, eventually, somehow, Roger Strong shows up, Kyle Riley shows up, and then maybe Adam Cole wants to leave the faction or something. Yeah, you know, throwing yeah. out there. Yeah, I definitely agree. The UE. Okay, well, after Ooh. Sammy, after Sammy retains, unfortunately, Dan Lambert and friends come out. Oh, but, but yeah, they didn't even have that one dude that hit the really cool knee. They didn't like, they didn't have that guy. What the fuck? Or a Masvidal. Masvidal guy. Yeah, he hit the really dope knee that one time. Yeah, I mean, they had Paige Vincent. They had a, I think it was, who else was it? Junior Dos Santos. They're not as cool. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. Well, I mean, one of them's in the match. I think it was Dos Santos who's in the match. Probably, yeah. Him. All I'm saying is Masvidal looked like a fucking badass. Well, he wasn't here. What happened was Lambert and Friends beat down on Sammy. They beat down on Fuego and the Soul came out to help. What the then, fuck, man? Well, you know, what actually happened was I'm pretty sure it was Fuego came out. He was ready to offer his up his car for a title match. Sure. But they saw what was happening. He was ready to offer up his car to save Sammy Kavara from the beatdown. He was like, wait, everyone, stop what you're doing. I have an offer for all yeah. of you. What if I was giving you my new truck and you leave this man alone? If I can take all of you guys in a UFC fight, then you have to let Sammy go. But if you win, get my brand new truck. Yes, 12v1. Let's go. So anyways, the inner circle, Jake Hager and Chris Jericho come out. The pyro, too. The pyro. Your dude is down on the fucking floor. This pyro goes off before you can run out. Doesn't mean you can't be flashy about it. I get, you know, fair. I would probably do the same thing. I did that one time. It was a couple of years ago. And then next to you, where Charlotte was beating down on somebody, 
and Ray Ripley comes oh out and does her full entrance yeah. before she goes and saves him. Yeah. Ray Ripley's corny as fuck, dude. Yeah. I mean, she got the endorsement from Spencer from Ice Nine Kills, my favorite band. So I'll give her a break, but that's pretty dumb. Yeah. I feel like she's just so corny, bro. It's not even probably her fault, really. The current her, yes. NXT her, I not really know. NXT her is fine, but the the way she is, man, I don't know. I've always felt weird about her for sure. Oh, oh. like don't she's too. Me. She tries too hard to be edgy, cool, when it's just not working. Trying a lot harder now. I don't know what that's about. Yeah, now she's team with Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross, Nikki Ash. I hate it so much. I hate it. Almost superhero. I hate everything that gimmick is. Truly with a passion. I really feel bad for her, but I don't feel bad for her, you know? It's like one of those things. You came up with a shitty gimmick, and now people hate the shitty gimmick. Man, you can like the gimmick all you want if you made it. Doesn't mean everyone else is to like it. It's just how it is. Very true. And unfortunately, she showed it to Vince McMahon. Now Vince McMahon's kind of stuck with it, so... Even if she probably wants to change it, she probably wouldn't be able to. Never in a million years. That sells too much merch. Nope. Exactly, man. Oh, well. So, anyways, Inner Circle segment ends with uh, two weeks from now on Rampage or something like that. Oh, my God. Wait, hold on. So, so eventually, they, they, they all roll out of the ring after Chris Jericho and Jake Hanger beat them down from some, you know, they used to beat them down, right? And they run out of the ring and then this dude, this dude, Dan Lambert, was going to cut a promo, right? But then the crowd started singing along to the rest of Judas. So they were finishing up that song, which was which I thought was funny as fuck. I know, it was kind of cringy. I thought it was kind of funny as fuck. But it was also cringy because what was happening. Because Dan Lambert was trying to talk, and everyone was drowning him out, right? And then, basically, that ended. And they had no other choice but to boo really, really loudly. So then when Dan Lambert was talking, you just barely hear him because the whole crowd was drowning him out with booze. And then Chris Jericho would have to acknowledge that and whatnot. And uh, that's what happened. I could clearly hear him on the TV, but I'm sure if you're in the arena, it was hard. Yeah. Bro, this crowd hates him. Okay, I'll say this. The crowd knows I don't think this I is do. good heel heat. I think it's more so go away, motherfucker. We don't want to see you here anymore. Anymore. When was the first at time all. that they did? Well, yeah, I guess at all, you know? It's one of those things where you're like, I've hated him, you've hated him. Everyone hates him, but for the wrong reasons. Did it take this long for a Nightmare Collective to go away? Uh, yeah, I think so. I remember they were around well, for, for like, some I reason. Was... I feel like they're going to stick around with this. Though. I feel like having all these UFC fighters is a good, good thing for them, is what they think. It's cool, but it's just annoying having this dude come out being like, man, I hate it here. I won't leave, but I hate it here. Yeah. The best thing I heard was I was listening to a Sound Monster reviewer, right? The show. And he was like, the, sometimes when he speaks, sometimes when Dan Lambert speaks, he sounds like he's been manufactured lines, you know, over and over again, like generic ass lines, you know, like it's kind of just right off a piece of paper that says why I hate pro wrestling, you know. Well, I put the rest in there, but like, you know, you get the point. The whole manufacturer mm-hmm. lines thing is what he said. And that kind of just added to it. Yeah. But the thing is, I, you know he's a good guy backstage. The reports came out. He's a good dude. But, like, that doesn't mean he's good on screen. Not everybody can work on screen. 
this doesn't work yeah. sometimes and you gotta be okay with that exactly basically man i feel like i've had enough of this dude damn amber yeah but i feel like scorpio sky and ethan page deserve way better than whatever they're getting right now they, were they even there yesterday i don't think they were yeah scorpio sky was literally right there i didn't even i didn't even notice yeah, they were there they were both there yeah they didn't even say a word. They were just kind of there. Well, I mean, Scorpio was dancing a little bit. Yep, I was like in the middle of getting something to Ethan eat. Page was dancing, I'm pretty sure. So I was just kind of listening to it. So that, you know, they danced their theme song. All right. Well, anyways, we have on some one show next week. It's um next week, two weeks from now. It's it's happening at some point. It's gonna happen. Um, Hager, Jericho, and Guevara versus. American top team, and I think it was wasn't Masfi though. It was a. Uh, I wish it was. Man. I just want to see it, bro. And you look clean as fuck. I mean, he said he would be there, uh, Masvidal. That knee looks so clean, bro. And well, at some point you, you'll get to see him again, I'm sure. I don't even know who he is, to be honest. Oh, he's UFC fire. Yeah, but he look look better than all of the other guys. I'm sure at some point we were playing UFC too. I'm sure no, he's definitely in that game for sure. Yeah. Almost definitely. Yeah, I for sure know that name from somewhere. Was he as fun as Sakuraba? I mean, no, but you know, Trey was there. Yeah, Sakuraba was so fun, yeah. It's up to your character. I like how you paid for all those guys and I got free from beating the fucking career mode. I technically I, I just bought the deluxe edition of the game. I mean you paid extra money. Yeah, I didn't pay extra money, I just did it for free. So Sometimes you don't want to do the hard work. And as somebody who sucks at that game, it was the best choice. Well, I suck too, but I, I pulled it out somehow. Oh, as someone who didn't want to have to pull out? You know. QT Marshall. All right, well, moving on. We can continue with the unfortunate stuff as we get into claim promo. They are the top contenders to the titles. I don't get what people like about them. They're just they they sound terrible. Like I don't. Their promos ain't that good. Their raps ain't that good. They're clearly just trying to be major edge edge lord supremes over here, and I, I don't really appreciate it to be honest. They're very much just okay, and I don't care what anyone says. They're just okay. Yeah, I'm okay. not sure why people are so hyped about them. Whenever they see, I'm like, oh my god, these guys are so great. They're gonna be the future of the tag team division. I also don't even know why they're at the top of the tag team uh, rankings, honestly. Probably a dark thing. Once again, if it happened on dark, did it really happen? The sure it's going to happen at some point. That will happen. Unlike the Rosa yeah. Top review. 100%. So, anyway, we, we can move on. We get to the TBS title reveal. That was neat. Yeah, that was neat. But look, here's the thing. So, Tony Khan was, you know, that's what that, what was announced when Tony Khan was supposed to make the uh, announcement. And then on the show, they were like, Tony Shafan is going to make the announcement. And then he did make the announcement. And oh, you know what? Yeah. We've been saying this for all my homies hate Tony Schiavone. This is why, bro. This is why. This is why this is why we're team Adam Cole firmly. Come on. You're not you're the wrong Tony. You're not the correct Tony. Yeah, we wanted to see Tony Khan go out there like TBS title. You know, like we wanted to see that, bro. I don't know. Why didn't bring the same energy bro for that Giannis dude? I'm not even gonna try with that last name. I don't even remember the last name. But yeah, one of the same marriage. From what I hear, he's been just fucking going wild around these crowds, man. I want to hear it for myself on TV. 
This man brought in Lil Uzi Vert to challenge the acclaim to a rap battle. Yeah. Like, honestly, that's fucking, that's dope. I don't know, man. I feel like this shit, the AEW shit's been kind of going a little mainstream recently, and that's kind of dope to me. Yeah. I wish that they'd make that more of a thing, but, you know. Yeah. I'm not sure how much Lil Uzi Vert would be a fan of pro wrestling other than, like, oh, this is cool to see. But I'm not sure, though. He might be an actual fan. I could be. Could not be. Who knows? I've never heard him talk about it before. Like, there's people like Westside Gun and uh, Wale that are fans of pro wrestling for real, for real. So, just never heard Lil Uzi in the conversation, you know? But he could be for sure. Lil Uzi Vert should go on Quizlemania at some point. Yeah, I want to see it, bro. I want to see it. Anyways, the TBS title, it's, it's basically the TNT title, but different. That's oh, all yeah, it is. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. It definitely looks, it looks cool, though. I like it. But the best thing is as for the women's division. So that's more TV oh, yeah. time for them. That gives them more time. Who to do shine. you think should? Who do you think should be the first women's champion or the first TNT, T, the first TBS champion? Uh, well, I think based off of things that happens on the show, you can go a lot of directions. You can go Thunder Rosa. You can go Serena Deeb. If you want, you can make it Cheetah. Uh, I think those three are good names to start with. Hmm. 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 Chris Statlander, baby. Chris Statlander. That's the one. That's the one. They're right there. The best. She, she just lost the title match like a month ago. This is a different title, bro. This is a different shape. I don't give a dude, dude. She has another title match for the TBS championship. She wins that. Easy peasy. It's not a ladder match, though. Honestly, her and also Tay Conti, too. Ty Conti. I mean, Look, either of those would be fine. I just think that the three I picked are better. Personally. Honestly, everyone, either one of those people, like any of those people that we named could be the fucking champion. That'd be cool with them. I think Hikaru uh, Shida had her women's you know, title run. That's cool. I think it should be someone that hasn't had a women's title run. And I think that one of those, uh, Thunder Rosa, maybe Serena Deep could do it because she's a nice veteran to have as the first champion. Uh, Chris Stanley, because she's fantastic in the ring every damn time she steps into it. And, you know, Ty Conti's so, improved so much since she started that she's fucking amazing. So, yeah, for sure. So, Whatever the case may be, I want to see these women on TV more often. So, if this doesn't do it, then I don't know what will. Okay. Yeah, she's going on elevation immediately. I don't know what the fuck will put these women on TV, man. Yeah, hopefully it does do that job. It's, it's yeah. hard to have faith in them just because of how little they do feature them. But Honestly, what's going to happen is this is going to... So, TBS is going to have one women's match per week still. And then TNT is going to have one women's match per week on Rampage. So it's not even like matter at all, to be honest. Yeah, who knows? Um, anyways. And they're probably going to defend it each week on TV, I assume. Because it's like a TV title, right? So. I mean, I find, it, I find it weird that they assume every title they have after TV networks. Oh, no, I don't think it's weird, because it's like a t- television championship. It's, it's everything. So it's like I, a nice little mid-card title to have. It's it's interesting. I like it. I used to, like, not enjoy the idea, but now I kind of, I got along. I got, like, used to it. I just hope this is the last TV title, just because it's getting a little bit weird, I think. Oh, no, it has to be, for sure. Unless they have another channel that they're going to be on. Pop, not the pop TV. The true TV championship. TV championship. 
the impractical jokers coming to present it that'd be fantastic actually oh that'd be cool yeah 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 because they're they're big wrestling fans too. it's sal and q to present it it's a tag team title and they're in the tournament that's my book that's, that's fantastic right there because the i think what you need now so you have a men's one you have a women's one i mean you could do a tag team one. nice little tag team, tag team, team title. yeah that could work. Could work. I mean, so, would you do that before the trios title, though? Yeah. This, the trios title could actually be there. You know, yeah, why not? Nice three P. Yeah, why not? Let's go crazy. Go stupid. Then we should just go with Brett Baker's suggestion from later on the night to the Cartoon Network Championship. I'd be all for it. I mean, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Well, anyways, we get to the Darby Allen promo next. This was great. I like this. Uh, he tells the story of what happened. It's a very good backstory for anyone who didn't know. It was a cool problem. Yeah, I liked the little sit-down that he had with uh, Jim Rossi. I thought that was fucking natural. It was good. Like, it didn't feel like the promo from last week at all, because he barely said anything really last week. But I think this week he definitely fucking killed it, dude. Even okay. though he's not a promo guy, so I'm not going to put that on him, but it was a good fucking talking segment. I can't blame him for not speaking last week i mean how do you respond to being called a school shooter mime on a skateboard you know yeah i mean I, it's, it's true it's very true i mean i don't know what the fuck how do you respond to that i don't think you do i think at that point you should just skate away man you should just skate away out the skate. ring and up the ramp skate your ass right back to the skateboard don't yeah. turn around we'll talk more about darby soon too because something happened on this show yeah we'll be talking about him right now immediately after he had a match that's true. Uh, the match that everyone's been looking forward to for for weeks, for years, actually. Darby Young versus Nick Camarado. This is... Yeah, this was actually a really fucking good match. Five stars is what I would give it, to be honest. I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed it. Man, I thought this shit was just... He was, he was through the... They were fucking exciting, these dudes. They worked well together. It was smooth. It was fantastic. Good time as well, you know? That's what I will right, say. I mean, I, match. the matches that I love, and you know, the matches that I love always fucking remain in picture in picture until the very end. That, that's the, those are the type of matches I give five stars to. Those are my yes. favorites, I think. Yeah, but, exactly. You know, you have no commentary. You have the little fucking Popeyes app playing over it. You have the wrestling. You get everything that you ever wanted. You get like Sonic milkshakes on the side of it. That's pretty dope. And then boom, after it's done, the coffin drop done. Amazing. See, I was thinking to myself, why can't I remember this match? What happened here? And that's that's actually why, because there was a ad break right in the middle. Yeah, exactly, man. Fantastic. You know what? That's all we have to say about this match. Yeah, well, Darby wins. And then Sting no-sells the QT Marshall's finisher, which you know QT oh. was very happy about. Yeah, he was already fucking buried a little bit. I mean, not, not buried, but I mean, he didn't get buried specifically, but... He kind of, uh, he was already doing shit. He was already floundering, is what I'll say. He was already floundering. And uh, this happened to him. Now he's dead in the water. Nothing's changed, basically. Yeah, basically. Unfortunate, man. I mean, but he did, he kind of deserved it for what he said afterwards, though. He's asking, you know, he staying saw the Rose to the Top episode before all of us. He said, no one's going to talk about my sport like that. No I wear a shirt, damn it. I know, so you're finisher, motherfucker. And then he told Jake Roberts, who responded with his classic line, ain't no one gonna bust a nut in my ring. Yeah, man. Amazing. 
So next up, we get to the Dark Order promo. Basically, they're on the same page. They do a little comedy thing about how they don't like that they look like each other. They're like, you got to put this mask on. You got to do this. You got to do that. They're all kind of arguing a little bit. They're not on the same page entirely. Um, I see a new leader coming in soon. I don't know when, though. I don't know. Maybe not. Either you do that or you just split them up entirely. There's no other way. I think it's fine. Either a leader has to step forward or they're pretty much done. I think it was just a joke thing. I think that's all it was. Okay, then they're just they're together again. They're cool. They're they're cool with each other. I mean, see how it goes in the next couple of weeks. But I think this is just like a joke thing. Okay. I don't think they were serious. I, I kind of feel like uh, I just feel like I don't know where they go from here. I I don't know either. But I don't think they were seriously going to break up because uh, John Silver doesn't like that. Alan Angles kind of looks like him, or you know, um. What's his name? Not even Uno, it's Stu Grace. Yeah. I mean, you can joke all you want, but like they, they, for the past few weeks, they've just been off topic, you know? They've been arguing with each other, not on the same page. Do you really think they're on the same page now after, you know? I mean, I guess all that stuff happened last week, but I still feel like they're going to fucking argue with each other over and over and over again. It's just, it's not going to, this whole thing is still going to go on, for sure. It doesn't make sense, though, to do all that after you just had the. You know, the really cool stuff on the Brody Lee Tribute episode. Well, let me... Yeah. just doesn't make sense. Well, I still feel like that was just for that episode. I feel like they're going to go back to their original storyline. I mean, I think now, because of the main events, we have a better idea of where they're going. Okay. You know, I don't know, man. We'll see what happens. All right, so for now, we're going to talk about the Dante Martin promo that came after. He claims he is this a proven a problem to the division. I don't think that's accurate, as he's lost every match he's been in. But I mean, he, he can do dive after dive. That's pretty cool. So yeah, but it's not proven problem material. I mean, it's so, pretty. It's a problem for me if I can't can't reach him and he's up there and he's jumping on me. Slight nuisance, maybe I can go with that. Maybe it's problem. like a mosquito. That's not a problem. So uh, it's a nuisance. That's a problem, man. You got a mosquito biting you and shit. And you don't kill him and like he's flying away from you and buzzing your ear. That's annoying. But it's not a problem. problem. It's a problem, man. It's a problem. That's what he is. Yeah, well. But he offers anyway, no... I think Dante has a problem. Because he issued a challenge to anybody in the locker room. And he got Alistair. He got Malachi Black, right? Malachi Black. So he's, he's a problem. He got Malachi Black who spat the... Uh... The mist in his face and hit the black mask. Then the lights go out again for some reason. I couldn't figure out why. I thought it was because he made um, Dante Martin disappear, but he didn't. He's just outside. He did not. Yeah, no, he was just laying down outside sleeping. Sleep. And he says, The House of Black accepts your challenge. So I think they confirmed that for, was it Rampage? Probably Rampage. Yeah. Does the House of Black like include Zelina Vega? Um, Probably not. Well, they live in the same house together. I think he's talking about the figurative house. That, you know, I don't think it's a real house. Think, what if it's a real house? Well, if it's a real house, maybe. But I think yeah, it's figurative. Saying, yeah. like the, one he, the person he eats cereal with, you know, I'm just saying. But I mean, I guess that wouldn't be scary, though. Like, he wouldn't be like, ah, I eat cereal with my girlfriend or whatever. Or is that his wife? I don't know. Partner. Like, Look, if 
you're telling me that if Malachi came out next week and he said, Welcome to the House of Black this week, cereal taste test. Let's do it. <laughs> Frankenberry versus Count Frankenberry Chocula. versus Booberry versus Count Chocula. Which one's yeah. scarier? I don't know. Let's <laughs> find out. Ooh. He just fucking goes to what eating session. Camera goes dark, comes back on, all the cereal is gone. It was Frankenberry. Mm. Yeah. You know, I have some I have some Frankenberry on my table right now. Uh, is it scary? It's pretty scary, man. I don't want to eat that shit. Very spooky. Well, there's your answer. Yeah, exactly. So we continue now with the promos. We have a Ricky Starks promo. He says, you know what, man, I wanted to talk to Brian Cage, but he's not here. Ricky Starks is a liar. Brian Cage is right there. He's big cat. And Brian Cage came out, tacked his ass, pinned him with the double wobble, and that was cool. Yeah, and then we get a Philly street fight on Rampage, so that should be fun. Yeah, they ain't get no Philly cheesecake, but they they got a Philly street fight. Maybe there'll be Philly cheesecake in the Philly street fight. Yeah, maybe. Possibly. Yeah, I thought CM Punk was just, you know, making a mistake there. It's a real thing. Yeah, possibly. I'm sure they have some cool they have some cool cheesecake in Philly. There's gotta be at least one restaurant in Philly that serves a Philly cheesecake. There has to I mean there ha- yeah, exactly. It's so it's right there for you to take. I mean, come on. If someone hasn't, then that's our thing now. We're doing it. We're gonna do that. Like we're like you know with the um, M&M's mouse spaghetti. We're doing the fucking Philly cheesecake, right? Philly cheesecake, the M&M's bit. You have an idea about hot dogs, but we're not gonna give that one away. You know? No, it's very much close to our chest. Confidential. Yep. What isn't confidential is what some of the women in the locker room think about the new title. That's oh, yeah. Good segue. Thank you. So you get a. Uh, Get Thunder Rosa, you get Ruby Solo, you get, um, what is it? Thunder Rosa. But Jay Cargill was also there. I don't know why I was kept forgetting. Jay Cargill. Jay Cargill. Uh, the TV Jay Cargill, man. She keeps running to these problems that I keep seeing on Twitter. It's unfortunate. It is, man. She's a good, she's cool. I don't know why she has to deal with all these problems. Yeah, she's fucking dope. I don't, I don't really, I really don't get it, dude. People are just fucking weirdos. Yeah, Jay Cargill might win the, the fucking title. wrestling fans are just weirdos. That could be cool. Jay Cargill wins. Oh, yeah, that'd be dope. That'd be cool. I'd be cool with that. Although, I need to see more from her. I don't know how good she is, but, yeah. Uh, well, maybe. It's an option. Yeah. I wouldn't be mad at it. I wouldn't be mad at it. So, moving forward, we get to the uh, Dean versus Shia match, I think. This is a good match. In the ring, probably my favorite match of the night. Yeah, actually, I would, I would definitely fucking see that. I'm not sure what my favorite match would be. I guess Bobby Fish and Sammy Guevara, I would assume. Um, but yeah, I, I do see that. I just appreciate um, that it was unpredictable for me because I thought it was going in a completely different direction. And it didn't, so I appreciate that. Man, I was like, yo, here's what I was hoping about. I, I was watching it, I was like, look, I hope Serena Deep wins. Grabs the damn thing, grabs the award that was because there was an award that was kind of offered up here, like the fifty match plaque or whatever. And I, yeah. it was like made out of like glass or some sort of clear plastic or something. And I was hoping she would just fucking pick that shit up and slam it down on the floor and break that shit. I was just hoping, bro. 
Yeah. I mean, she would win, just do that. Like the best heel in the world. But she kind of did that. You know, she did. She did. You got most of it right. Yeah. So during the match, yeah. when the match first started, by the way, I wrote down immediately in my notes, she the wins, gets the plaque. I, I was incorrect about that. Thankfully, I actually paid attention to the match because it's not what happened at all. It would be funny if someone else is close to 50 wins and sneaks up behind her and takes it without getting a plaque. Did they give Jungle Boy a plaque when he got that in the men's division? I don't think so. That's pretty, that's pretty fucked up. I just give Jungle Boy a plaque. Or a banana. Yeah. One of those things. Yeah. Bananas probably work, actually. For Jungle Boy, it's on brand. It's like six. I was just thinking because he's Jungle Boy, it's just on brand. I wasn't thinking oh, yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, true, true, true. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. If QC Marshall gets to fifty wins, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's that's actually an achievement. I would clap for that. That's never gonna happen, but you know. Yeah, exactly. He's dead, he did. How many? What's his fucking win and lose streak like, dude? He fucking uh, lost everything, probably. That sounds about right. It's probably not very high. Maybe one or two over there. He's the top coach in the. Uh, he's a top coach in AW. I'll say that. Right, well, anyways, back to this match. This is basically just um. A well, really good match. The top coach in AW. You have no idea. Possibly. Anyways, this match. Basically, it starts off going one way. You think she uh, she is gonna win, but slowly you see more. It's showcasing a new heel side to Serena Deeb, and slowly yeah. but surely she uses more heel tactics. Delver beat Cheetah. And honestly, I really enjoyed that. It's very weird. So in a lot of Shia matches, she hits her finishers, but everyone kicks out of them. Like multiple times a match. So I was like, oh, she's probably just going to fucking kick out of them a few times here and then eventually lose to a big knee or something. But that didn't happen. I was like, hell yeah, let's go. Different. I think my... uh. I think. And I like seeing Kakarashi to have like a little storyline that'll probably end up on dark, but that's unfortunate. But you know, like I want to see this fucking storyline play out on TV. I hope I would love to see these guys on a full gear, you know, get a rematch. Yeah, for sure. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah, I would fucking I'd be into that for sure. Hopefully they wouldn't put it on the hopefully they would not put that on the bio. Hopefully not. Oh, the meantime, but it's just something they would do, you know. Because they're like, oh, I got this important match, and this important match, and this important match. Oh, in the meantime, Serena Deeb puts in the Serrani lock, uh, wins the match, takes the plaque, smashes it against Sheena's head, and somehow, even though it's glassed, I mean, it couldn't have been glassed, right? Because it would have shattered into a million pieces, like you said. I think it was like some sort of hard-ass plastic that they give you on graduation day, is what I think. Probably, and in that case, that's kind of messed up, Tony. But, you know. Tony Shivani, right? What the fuck? Spring, spring higher, Tony. Come on. I need to make that AW. All my, all my homies hate Tony Shivani. If this was Adam Cole, glass plaque. You know. Exactly. Yeah. 100%. Anyways, after the match, Tony Shivani warns of trouble. Clearly, he meant picture in picture. I don't know if that was during the match or after. But I just remember him saying that there's going to be trouble. I didn't want the picture in picture at some point. That was insane. Oh, you did, yeah. Yep, 100%. Stay for That's That was what he meant, obviously. The stay yeah. for man. Exactly. He's scared of how much cholesterol Jake's going to build up from eating all the meat that he got from, was it Parker or whatever her name is? In that one know. ad. 
I know what you're talking about. Though. I definitely know. Right, yeah, yeah. like Jake from State Farm does things. He doesn't do anything. He's just on TV and promotes State Farm. He really does. It's not like we're just being mean to Jake. He says it and they had multiple times. He didn't even do anything. Yeah, he didn't do shit, man. But I mean, I, uh, you know, I'm not complaining. But if I'm Jake, I'm taking everything. Taking the free wood carving, the free ranch sauce, or, you get, or the pizza stuff. If, if I'm Jake, I do everything. If I, if I am Steve Farm. They say, hey, Chris, yeah, thank you so much for that uh, big markdown. Appreciate it. Here's a million dollars. You know what? You're welcome. Yeah. No problem. You're welcome. I do it again. I could. Exactly. Perfect. Anywho. Back to Dynamite. We have Darby. It's walking backstage. And you have Alex Marvez runs out to him. He's like, Darby, Darby. Hey, Darby. Hey. Hey, I'm here. Hey. Darby, I'm talking to you. Turn around. Yeah. You gotta love paparazzi. He says, Darby, MJF challenges you to a match next week. Do you accept? And then Darby says, what kind of question is that? Of course I do. Don't ask. 100%, maybe. And then he um, he hops on the skateboard. He's ready to leave. But then guess who pulls up in front of him? We don't know. But apparently Darby Allen knows or something. I don't know. He, took, he started stripping or something like that. He must have thought it was like some sort of strip club limo that was coming to get him. I don't know. But anyway, dudes pop out and they're like all dressed up in fucking black ski masks and shit. And they attack this man. Like, I don't know who the fuck these guys are still, you know? Well, One dude gets an F5. I'm pretty sure that was Brock Lesnar, but I don't know. Anyway, uh, and then some dude comes out in a fucking jacket looking like the boss, right? And he's wearing a mask too and he rides Darby's skateboard. And then they leave. So, I mean, the real question is, who are these guys? I've done some digging. I found the picture. Obviously. It's five copies of the Masked Man from the old SmackDown vs. Raw games. Oh my god. That's fucking incredible. Yes. 92 overall. They really no just cloned that man? They cloned that motherfucker? That's crazy. Cloned 92 overall Masked Man. No wonder Darby didn't stand the chance. Yeah, cloning has gotten really fucking extreme lately. That's insane. Of course, Detective Tony Schiavone thinks it's the pinnacle. Ugh, the fuck? The penis? No way. No way. At these theories, man, what evidence? What evidence is there? There's none. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, like, this dude should go to court right now because this is just fucking slander, okay? MJF's going to how much he hates slander. him. Exactly. You know, I, I know that for a fact, last week on Twitter, there's some back and forth between MJF and uh, Tony Schiavone. Clearly, it's projecting. That's all it is. Yeah. He probably, probably. Anyway, we have no idea who they are. I mean, we could, we could, you know, leave it in the comments down below who you think they are, because we don't know. And leave them below how you think they cloned five of the masked men from the old SmackDown versus Raw games. I think it's pretty crazy. Yeah, they did how that. we get from how we get from like sheep to like masked men that's from a video game. That's crazy. Well, anyways, we get to a promo. It's Leo Rush offering his services to Dante Martin, so he can help him that's out like if he goes against Malachi. It's not going to handle at all. That way it could lead to Dante versus Leo Rush, and that would be a good match. So that'd be I'm cool. ready for that. I'm ready. I'm grabbing my popcorn right now. I'm ready. Cool. And we get to the Baker promo where she says it should be the Cartoon Network title. I agree. Any quick thoughts well, on I mean, that? There's nothing to do with this. 
So, you know, zero things to do with everything that's been going on. All right. About the Nickelodeon Championship. How about the Disney Channel Championship? Disney Plus Championship. Yeah. But the HBO Max 999 subscription title. That's not, you know, that sounds good. I, you know, I would make that a championship. You win the title, you don't get a championship belt, you just get a free subscription to HBO Max. That sounds like a win-win, doesn't it? It sounds like something they would do. Anyway, Britt Baker. Basically, it says, she thinks it should be a Cartoon Network title. It says it's good because now these people will stop chasing her for her title. Oh, okay. I mean, that's kind of true, actually. It'd just be less people chasing her for her championship. So, yeah, it's, that's pretty fair. At least. That's what I call a championship. At least. And people, two belts, it's at least 50% less competition. Hmm. Good man. Good man. Thank you. Thank you. It's hard, but someone has to do it. Exactly, man. Someone has to do the math, man. I haven't passed the math class. I haven't passed the math class in ten years, man. Passed the math class, can't pronounce math class. Can I? I mean, it's just hard. Either man, math class. Math class. I can't do it. I can't do it. Math class. Nope. Nope. Math. No, that's not gonna happen. Math class. All right. Yes, you know. Mask, mask ass. Ass class. Yeah. You got the class. What I can't pronounce. What I can't pronounce though is ladder match, which was the main event of this show. Yeah, Orange Cassidy's out first with Franklin the dog. Who? I mean, it's pretty cool. Franklin the, the dog. The dog I know. The only dog I know is Clifford the big red dog, and um, you know his live action movie or whatever the fuck was going on. That was pretty cool. This one was blue, so it's not the same guy. But you know what? Maybe Clifford just dyed his hair red. Or blue. I mean, it's going to get blue. I also walked on two legs. That's not a Clifford thing to do. Well, I mean, you don't know that. Uh, He's a giant dog. Also, human size. Clifford, at least as tall as a building. I mean, for you know, maybe the kids were just small, okay? Yeah, they're not that small. I mean, that's how dogs looked to me when I was tiny, okay? Uh, well, that's one person's experience. doesn't mean anything. Okay. Anyway. Anyways. Ladder match. Orange Cassidy's there. Packets there. Andrade's there. Matt Hardy's there. Lance Archer with Jake the Snake Roberts is there. So it's Mox. And, you know, a lot of stuff happens here. We also get Darby being deconfirmed for the match next week with MJF. That's not going to happen. Okay, cool. Because, yeah, he's not actually cleared, which makes kind of, it makes some sense, I guess. But he's been doing so much rougher shit, though. Get attacked by a jump. Getting jumped by uh, five masked dudes from a video game. What the fuck? He was thrown headfirst into a uh, sign. I mean, that's, that's something. That's extreme at all, but do you think he does less? Like, when he goes out in public and does the skateboard stuff, do you, do you think he does just normal shit, or do you think he just fucking falls off a skateboard a lot? You know, I thought... It's you know, he just breaks his leg or get a concussion or nothing. Personally, for asking me, I thought that Darby wakes up every morning 
as two grown men throw him into a sign head first at least five times a day. Just throw him into a big ass brick wall. Just to wake up, you know. Yeah. I'm hyped. I'm ready to go. Falls down. Alright, let's carry him, carry him. Let's go. Skate park. Ready to go. Why is there five of you now? Yeah. Anyway, this oh, anyway. match is very important, but for one reason and one reason, it's just, there's a Joker in this match. Joker, it's a comedy. Ah, uh, it's, it's Hangman. Not the Joker, there's a Joker. Hangman Page, Hangman Adam Page. He came back after his long hiatus. Well, that wasn't that long. It was kind of like a few weeks, maybe. But anyway, or maybe it was like a month, maybe a month, a month. But it's very exciting. You know, everyone's very excited to see him back. The whole crowd popped. It was very exciting, very interesting. I was hyped out of my seat. You know, I was probably out of my seat the whole show, to be honest with you. But I was still very fucking happy. And, uh, yeah. I came back, and this man hit a dead eye off of the ladder. It was insane. You came back? What the fuck? What do you mean you came back? Came back and immediately to a dead eye. It was insane. Off the ladder. But you, were you there the whole time? Or, oh, he came back to a dead Okay, yeah, yeah. I was like, what, you yeah, came back I, from eating food or something? I came back, I hit a dead eye off the ladder. After I finished off my steak, it was a good day. Okay. You see, what I was thinking was like, you missed the, the fucking entrance and then you saw him hit a dead eye off the ladder. No, no, I, thankfully my streak of missing returns, it hasn't been a thing for a little bit. Thankfully. Okay, good. Thank God. So we do this podcast over and over again. So it's good. Okay, cool. You do it long hey, enough, you stop missing things. Dead eye, off, the dead eye off the ladder was pretty fucking good. That was pretty I dope didn't think you were going to go through with it, personally. Yeah, it definitely is a fucking madman spot, but he did it. He did it. Yeah, usually you do a he spot won't. like that. Someone's going to break it up. But no one did, no. Yeah, nah, man. People just let it happen. Because why not, I guess. You know? Anyway, so Hangman wins. Anyway, it's heartwarming. Yeah. It's nice. We're going to get that match with Kenny sooner rather than later. That fucking... The triumphant music's fucking great. It is fantastic. It's fantastic. Man, this man, Angman Page is a star. Like, I don't, I don't know what else to say, honestly. Yeah, I mean... It's just... It's one of the most interesting stories in wrestling currently. Hangman and Kenny, that upcoming collision. going to be great. That's true. I think he's one of their best... Uh, their biggest stars yet. Honestly, like you got Darby Allen, you got Sammy Guevara, you got all these people, but Hangman Page fucking rose to the occasion and really got over with the fans naturally. You know, it was, and it's still going right now, and it's not going to stop, man. This Kenny Omega feud's going to keep going, and that shit's going to be a great story, and you already know that. So, I mean, I can't wait for full gear. That's all I'll say. Yeah, you know, it was a rocky start for Hangman. And the first double or nothing, the match with Jericho, people were not that interested. But, you know, a couple of years passed. Now he's one of the best things in the company. Yeah, does this man have to hold a chip the whole, every week? Legally, yes. I think that would be fun. That's what I'll say. I mean, honestly, I hope it's made of metal. Ideally. Yeah, I hope he hope that, yeah, I hope he uh, carries that chip around. Wherever he goes, just walking. Alex Marvez pops out. Hey, hey, yo. I'll be back at Alex Marvez with the title. Or the <laughs> yeah, fucking wax him with a chip. Whoa. Ah, chip. What did I tell you? I about? need help. I need help back here. I hope he uses it actually as a trade to carry out beers to the ring. It'll be better. 
Yeah, that that would oh that would be fucking fantastic. Yeah, that's a great idea, actually. That is a fantastic idea. He did chuck a beer as well. When he after he lo- after he won, not lost. After he won. He chugged a beer. Then ten minutes in the rows to the top, he does a promo with Tony Schiavone. And Tony keeps asking him questions because he can't take a hint that he doesn't want to talk about this. And you know, he tells Tony, I had a kid and also you want a beer? No? Okay, I'll have three beers, why not? And also he teases that he's gonna go talk to the Dark Order. So that's probably where they're going. Okay. All the Dark Order members did tweet at him like, I'm happy to see him in page back. I mean who was? I assume Dark Order was gonna get involved with this, right? Like they're gonna be his backup. Um I kinda thought something like that might happen. But when the, the Hardy family office didn't come out, I just assumed that something like that wouldn't happen. Yeah. Now I'm in love with the Elite, so he'll have to go against King Omega. So the Elite's going to be on his ass, right? So the Dark Order will be on his side. Oh, yeah. Well, coming up, probably. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I think is going to happen there. And Hangman Page wouldn't be the leader of the Dark Order, though. Kind of weird. I thought, personally, that what they were going to do is have Hangman come back. You're going to have that match with Kenny, then the Dark Order would challenge the Pucks for the, t- the tag titles, but they're not tag champions anymore. Eh, it's kind of weird. Yeah, but I mean, you know, it's weird. You kind of got to do shit on the fly when shit like that happens, where Heyman Page has to leave for a little bit and come back. And, uh, you know, him coming back is just a great moment in and of itself. And I think that uh, overall, I think AEW should be proud that they built a star like that. I mean, I should be proud of putting on one of the best anniversary shows. And him and Paige should be proud for being able to tell such great stories and be a great character. Yeah, well, overall, that's basically... You know, congratulations on the kid, Hangman and Paige, too. Yeah, yeah. Overall, that is um, basically the AW second anniversary show. What would you give this on the thumb scale? Thumbs up. You know what? I had a great time with it. I'll give it a double thumbs up. Okay, okay. Okay, newsworthy show. Great historic return for Hangman. Yeah, positive, hopefully positive outlook for the woman's honestly, title. Okay. I'm going to give it a double thumbs up too because honestly, I think back at it, I didn't have like, there was no slow part of the show where I was like, oh my God, this is fucking disgusting. Other than Dan Lambert shit, but I'll give that a pass. Okay. You want to pass because it was quick. Yeah. Yeah, it was but, like um, a quick segment. It wasn't like fucking overbearing or anything like that. It was kind of just there. You moved past it. Everything was good. Um, but yeah, I thought it was fucking great. I know Style Monster had a problem with it because it was like bang, 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 bang. And it's hard to take notes when shit's like bang, 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 you know? Segment after segment after match after match. But for me, it was, it was it was a lot more enjoyable. I like fast-paced shit like that, you know? Where like segment happens and match happens and promo happens and this happens. And it's just like you're interested the whole time. You're kept on, you know, at the edge of your seat the whole time. I kind of get it, but like, yeah, from and, the perspective of like a normal fan, not everyone's taking notes during this. Exactly, yeah, but we, I definitely understand this point of view from a podcast perspective. I mean, we do it because we have I think to. I definitely felt it, but I don't have too many notes. I do, but we do it because we have to, you know. Other people just get to relax and enjoy the show. I mean, for them, it's a great experience. Yeah, for sure, for sure. There's a lot of people that did go to this show because it was in Philadelphia. And I know, you know, there was a lot of people which I follow on like Twitter that went to the show. And that's kind of interesting to see the fucking footage from the, uh, the live crowd, you know? Because like yeah, you see it on TV, but that's never always translates to like, uh, 
the live crowd like sound doesn't always translate to the TV very well. And it, it kind of did on the show, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like I, it, the crowd noise in, in like in the arena itself. Like I was watching videos of the Hangman Page pop. I think that may have come across better on TV than it did in the actual fucking live, like the video I saw. I'm just the live, you know, raw video. That's really interesting. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Okay, well. I also saw some weird pictures of Blue Meanie, Blue Meanie from uh, Johnny from New Legacy Inc.'s account on uh, Twitter. I know he was there. Um, yeah. Who else was? I think Grim was also there from Grim's Toy Show. Ooh, yeah. That's, that's like if I you're know. from the New York, Philadelphia area, you're probably going to the Philadelphia, New York shows. Probably. You know what? I mean, I didn't take a picture of it, but mentally, spiritually, I was also there, I think. Yeah, I think so. You know, there better be like a VR thing where you can be there, like a VR little station or something like that. That was crazy. Spiritually, I was there. I think I also saw you there at one point, maybe. I was there, yeah, for sure. I was just waving at you. You didn't see me. That's fine. I did you actually. So, so I need to go like that. Okay, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Okay, your throat's fucking shit from tuna. I get it, dude. Wasn't true. It was it was AW the whole time actually. So it was a lot. <laughs> it was eight, yeah, screaming. Yeah, I I knew it, man. I knew it. I was at least eighty percent of that pop for Hangman. Well, that that kind of you know I believe it. I believe it. I mean, just the way you sound today, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Was yeah, for sure. I knew it wasn't tuna, bro. That's fucking you know definitely not tuna. Like MSQ. It's a lie, definitely. Yeah. Didn't have a can of tuna and then uh, scratchy throat after. It definitely didn't happen. Nope. Anyway, uh, this podcast is pretty much over. Okay. So I guess, you know, go follow us on every single social media platform you possibly can Twitter, Instagram, uh, wherever the fuck you can, honestly, we're everywhere. Uh, Rassel Raps everywhere, including podcasting platforms. Go leave a subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star review. Uh, go on Spotify. Follow us there as well. You know what to do on YouTube, right? You subscribe, you like, you share. You leave a comment down below. You share wherever you can as well, like podcasts and platforms. Share our fucking social media posts. Share our fucking videos. Uh, whatever the fuck we post, just share it, okay? And notifications. Do, do you know, Press the notification button if you want to be notified about all future content. And we'll see you in the next one. Bye.